Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Jeff Skinner on the far side. Darlene overlaps, leaves it in the corner. Middlestad holds it, scores! Casey Middlestad! As the entire team comes down to congratulate Craig Anderson. It's all about the fashion statement the Sabres made last year wearing the goat heads the black and red and as you know they are back for a bundle of games on home ice this year that schedule has now been released on our social platforms at sabers.com welcome into Sabres live with Marty I'm Brian we are covering uh the entire scope of the NHL I'm in the uh, Pacific Division region and of course yep. Marty you're as close to the Atlantic as any other team in that division right we talk about that often. I never left. I never left that region. I went both full Philly, New York, New York. I mean, I'm as Atlantic and metropolitan as it gets. Well, the one thing you noticed about the third Jersey schedule is that it does have a fair number of Western Conference opponents, yes. but it will begin on Saturday, October 21st. The Islanders in town, and it is the debut, pardon me, the return of black and red for this season. Yeah, and it will happen 15 times. Obviously, nine of those teams are Eastern Conference uh, foes, and then six are Western Conference foes. I'm looking forward to seeing the Avalanche, which is on October 29th, as the Sabres, hopefully, hey, if they're still evil in the black and red, kind of put the stop on the Colorado Avalanche. The Vegas Golden Knights are coming in later in the year on February 13th. Uh, no, that's the Kings. Uh, March the 2nd is the Vegas Golden Knights at 7 p.m. So I'm looking forward to that goalie matchups. Uh, but you can go on social media, Twitter, Instagram, X, whatever, or on Sabres.com. You'll get the full schedule. Because if you want to buy a ticket to those games, then you get to know which ones they are. Take your sunglasses off. It'll be easier to read the graphic. And on January 11th, <laughs> when the Sabres are in black and red, they will be taking on Jake Sanderson and oh, yeah. the divisional foe. So this is relevant now because we've been talking pretty much every day since the offseason began about next deals for Buffalo's Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power. Well. Whether those deals are tucked in a Lou Lamorello-esque drawer waiting to be unveiled at Sabres Fan Fest, we don't know. But we do know that a fellow star, young defenseman within the division has himself an extension 
And he got it early and he got it for big money, which has been the Ottawa way here the last three years. Yeah, they love locking up their young core to multiple years, eight, seven, seven, eight year deals and some good money. And Jake Sanderson, who's only played one year in the NHL, has very similar statistics than Owen Power last year. Owen Power's only played one full season in the NHL. Jake Sanderson can skate like the wind, has great playmaking abilities. Uh, he's good in his defensive zone. I think there's a lot of similarities. The only difference is Owen Powers picked first overall and Sanderson wasn't. Uh, but they both were great in college. They both came in, did not spend any time in the American League, went right to the NHL. Uh, Sanderson was hurt a little bit last season, which, uh, is, you know, limit a few games. But uh, Ottawa looking to, to, to lock him in eight years, um, $64.4 million over the eight years. So Duffer... Let me just tell you how I was so good in math in school. I was good. I wanted to become like an accountant, an actuary, uh, somebody in math, maybe a math teacher or whatever. So when yesterday our group chat tweeted, Jake Sanderson, eight-year extension, right? So Mm -hmm. you click on it first, and then the first line is, Eight years, $64.4 million. It doesn't tell you the AAV. It just tells you the total. So quick math in my mind last night, late, late, because it was about 11, 11.30, I think, when that came through. Uh, I'm thinking, okay, eight times seven is 64. And then there's a 0.4. So it's going to be 05. So it's 7.05 a year for Jake Sanderson, right? I'm going to bed, 7.05. That's great. That's a good number for Jake Sanderson. I wake up this morning. You guys are texting about, hey, how does this affect Owen Power? Now, are we talking about 8.1, 8.2, 8.3 million over an eight-year deal? I'm thinking, where does that $8 million number comes from? Like, I have no idea. I'm like, why are we talking 8 million? We've always talked about 7.5 million somewhere around there. Why are we talking about 8 million? Jake Sanderson just signed for just a little over $7 million. Why eight? And then you mentioned, Duffer, well, Owen's agent is going to want to get more than Jake Sanderson. So now I start thinking, oh, wait a second. Eight times seven is 56. Eight times eight is 64. Like I did the second part of the math right when it Mm -hmm. comes to, you know, the whole 0.05 and everything, but I didn't have the first million right. So it's 8.05 a year. So now I get it when you guys were texting about, Owen Power being over Jake Sanderson being over eight million, but very embarrassing math moment in my life last night and this morning. Well, it's not math that I'm dealing with out here in Southern California. It's just reality, and that is the cost of some things <laughs> in contrast to others. For example, I spent more than twice as much this morning on a pack of gum than what I did to park for eight hours at the beach. <laughs> And that that is odd. Like we live in a world where parking rates are extremely high. But What's all the gas have... costing right now per gallon in in California. What do you think? It, what do you think it's costing? I would say it's probably over five dollars. It's closer to six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. We're about it, uh, high yeah. threes here in uh, Western New York right now, like three seventy five yeah. or whatnot. So yeah. California is closer up, to but six. It's gonna yeah. be. It's gonna. It's gonna hurt when I do. Put some it's, water it, in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say. Dilute it a little bit. It's a rental car. Who cares? Uh, well, if I'm the next driver of that rental car, I'd be pretty upset. But when it you know what happened to me one time. Coming oh, back tell from, me. 
I'm going to tell you what happened to me. And this is all I'm, I'm, I'm hitting all of you rental car companies. When I went to Henrik Lundqvist's banner raising ceremony, there was a storm coming into New York City that night. My flight the next day got canceled. The Sabres were playing the next night in Buffalo. I had to get back to Buffalo. So I got a rental car first thing in the morning and I got out of Manhattan, like through the snow and everything. And by the time I got about halfway to Albany, it was cleared up. It was just in Manhattan, New York City. But here's the problem. The snow, the dirt, the yuckiness. I'm trying to wash my my wipers, my windshield down. They didn't put windshield like uh, solution in oh, no. in there. They it's filled them up with water. It yeah. froze, and now yeah. I got nothing oh, to no. like clean. I couldn't see anything until I got to Albany, and then I finally got a good like wash going. But yeah, so uh, maybe they don't put water in the gas tank in California, but they do put water in the uh, windshield washer. Uh, container in the rental car business, which well, kind of sucks. It's fine to put water in there, but you do have to mix it. <laughs> you can't be just left with water. That's a that's a that's a tough mix for sure, especially in the cold climate. Um, I am uh, at Imperial Beach Imperial. in one of the uh, most southwesterly parts of this country. You are in your palatial home studio with the uh, mention of Lundqvist and uh, another great or two behind you on your banners. Yep. And we are talking about Jake Sanderson today, and maybe someday we'll be talking about uh, award-winning defensemen like Owen Power, Rasmus Dahlin, Jake Sanderson. Yes. But the fact of the matter is, until these guys win awards and win Stanley Cups, one of the biggest talking points about them is their salary and their average annual value. Um, and Sanderson's deal comes in now, and it prompts the question for us here at Sabres Live on X, um, you know, what, what type of deal uh are you you know are you expecting now for owen power is it going to come in lower or higher than uh than what sanderson's new deal i mean the crazy thing is like the senators have nine more years of sanderson right now he's so early yeah. on in his career this this was this was getting way ahead of it and I, well isn't know. that what we want of the sabers we want owen power for nine more years next year and then eight more right that's right, what the sabers right. are trying to do um well, Owen's I, on the last year of his deal, is he not? Did he burn the one year? Yes, he burned the one year from playing. And it was the same yeah. thing with Jake Sanderson. Yeah. Uh, so they both got in like just a two-year a, a two-year contract, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming out of college. So what are we expecting then? What it, I mean, we talked kind over. of over. It has to be over. Owen Power's a number one overall pick. I and, this, and he had better stats when you look at the overall season last year than Jake Sanderson. Yeah. Um, is is Jake Sanderson and the Ottawa Senators maybe in a different place when you look at they signed Thomas Shabbat um to a long-term deal, maybe being their number one defenseman. Rasmus Dalin needs a new deal, right? So if you're the mm-hmm. Buffalo Sabres, you tell Owen Power and his agent. Uh, hey, listen, we, we can't really go that high. We have Darlene we have to sign, but hey, that's not Owen Power's issue here. You know, he just has to see what his market value is. So I would think it's over Jake Sanderson right now. I always thought it was going to be seven and a half million. You know, mm-hmm. eight years, seven and a half. You're thinking of $60 million because my math is correct on that one. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. But now I feel we got we to gotta pump it up a little bit. Well, I'll be curious to see how people respond. You were, um, you know, looking at our responses earlier at Sabres Live, yes. and it, it's one thing to put out a number. Um, it's also 
something entirely different just to express opinions and projections as to, you know, like you just mentioned Shabbat. Obviously, Sanderson is now going to be there for basically the same length of time as Shabbat. Mm -hmm. Does it ever... Do you ever think that either one of these players, Darlene or Power, is going to want more of the spotlight? Like that thought never crossed my mind. But I feel like, and I don't know whether this is just a sports fan's nature to perhaps be glass half full or be overly concerned about things that they don't need to be concerned about. Um, I, I can't imagine why Power and Darlene would ever want to be separated in the course. No, of their I, I don't think they would uh, ever be separated. Look. Um, the great teams that were able to achieve not just winning a Stanley Cup, but achieve more than that, like really be on, you know, the, the Montreal Canadiens of days and maybe the uh, New Jersey Devils of days, like the, the Detroit Red Wings of days. They like they, yeah. they all had two and three. They didn't just mm-hmm. have one. Um, you look at Pronger, Niedermeyer with Anaheim, right? But prior to that, it was Niedermeyer, Stevens, Danico, and what New about Jersey. Tampa? Tampa, I mean, they've Edmund had. And McDonough. Edmund McDonough and, and you could add Sergachev to that. Like Sergachev is not saying, I want out of Tampa. I don't want to be in the shadow of Edmund. I want to be Edmund Sergachev. That's what I want to do. What did we see this year with Vegas? I maintained all along they had the best group of six defensemen. But if you want to pick any two at the top, go with Petrangelo and Theodore. Like yeah. there's no, there. It, it's just, it's uh, it's a luxury. It might be one of the greatest luxuries that you can have in a salary cap world to feel like you can build around two star defensemen. The irony of us having this discussion today and Sanderson kind of putting the spotlight on himself and the senators while we were diving into our players of the day here for the second day in a row in the month of September was that we were going to talk about Matthias Samuelson (laughs) and we, we still will, but it's impossible not to start a little higher on the food chain as far as salaries are concerned. But um, do you have one last thing you want to say about Sanderson, well, Power, Darlene, before we transition into... Yeah, a- so, I mean, a lot of our responses this morning are over, right? A little bit more around eight and a quarter to eight and a half range. And I yep. think that's fair, like 8.15. So you're over Jake Sanderson, which I think... And I'm not saying that the Sabres couldn't or shouldn't have done it earlier in the summer. I mean, you know, the agents are talking around the league, right? And they're like, hey, uh, if I'm Owen Power, I want Jake Sanderson to set the market so I can go above him. Spalding Lake Wi-Fi is brought to you by uh, Imperial Beach in San Diego, but it's actually here. Um, but no, but if you're Jake Sanderson and Owen Power's agent, you're talking together and you're like, hey, let Jake Sanderson sign first uh-huh. because we know Power is going to go over that. If Power signs at eight, all of a sudden Jake Sanderson has to file underneath that. So, you know, yeah, that's what you you wait a little longer. Maybe the price goes up because of a contract signing like this. Now, we've also had Ed is saying, I'd be surprised if he doesn't sign a bridge deal now, maybe somewhere around three years at 7.5. Let me tell you this. There's no way that the Sabres are signing a bridge deal at 7.5. Rasmus Dahlin got a bridge deal three years at six. You know, and I know there's inflation and everything, but there is inflation. 7.5 is too close. It's too close to the 8 million. Like why not go six years, 7.5 and or five years, 7.5, like keep him under that. Well, it's that's not. an Austin Matthews bridge. <laughs> yeah. 
I've, have you changed your opinion here as far as what you think the center, the Sabres will be able to accomplish with power? Do you think this does force them to not force them, but perhaps steer them more towards a bridge? If there was salary cap issues in Buffalo, I would say, yes, there's no salary cap issues in Buffalo. They can look at Owen well, power and say, careful. not I yet. Mean, there, there always will be. That's there the whole be. point of trying to avoid it. Right. With success. It comes. But if I can get Darlene at 10, or roughly around 10 million, maybe a little over power at eight or roughly around a little over 8 million. Uh, I think you're, you're in the ballpark here. These are two number one overall picks that are playing at an extremely high level. When I dug into Matthias Samuelson's number, and we'll talk about Matthias later, a lot of the, oh, look at Owen Power. He's first on the team in defensive zone dumpins recovery. Oh, look at Owen Power. He's first in the team on successful breakout passes with successful plays afterward. Look at, like, Owen Power is number one or two on the team in so many aspects. That was his first year in the league. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? Why did everybody dump on him at times? Why? why because that, he didn't you... score. He didn't score. He didn't put is the that, puck in the net. Is it that simple? Why? Why? Why do people not watch the entirety of the game? No, but you <laughs> and, need and production. That somebody's, dude. They were the highest scoring team in the league when he wasn't scoring. So, yeah. what do you need more production? You know what I mean? Like it looks yeah, better it, it in was, the newspaper. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's Paul Maurice's line about poor uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Can't even get his name in the paper. Yeah, that was can't even get his. That's what I used to do. And I would get the paper as a kid. I'd go to the summary of the games. I saw yeah. who scored, who had assists. That's yeah. what you see. That's what you get. That's the notifications you get on your phone when the game yeah. is on. Goal by, and then you see, well, Owen Power hasn't scored yet. Owen Power hasn't scored yet. Like that is a obviously a, 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 a sticker shock when you don't have mm. a goal and you're in January. Yeah, but he ended up opening the floodgates and had floodgates. a reasonable, reasonably successful season, I would say, offensively with uh, significant room to improve. Um, okay, last thing on power and Darlene then. What's yes. the total number going to be? Now that we know the Sanderson deal, what's the total cost of doing business to have both of these guys locked up moving forward and we stand here or sit there with an assumption that both will probably have long-term deals by the time this season starts. Okay. It's going to be 18 and a half million dollars. That's what I see. I see okay. 10.25 and 8.25. Put them together again. I'm getting better at my math here. Math, this is math simple wizard. math. Math <laughs> wizard over here, but I'm looking at 18.5 over an eight-year period that would start next season. Not this year. Darlene's still at six million this year. Owen Power is still at a rookie contract this year. So you're getting them at under seven million dollars this year together, mm -hmm. but it will be 18 and a half million when it kicks in in a year from now. You know who's the uh as it stands right now. You know who the Sabres' highest paid defenseman beginning in 24-25 is? As it stands right now? Yeah. Oh, I am going to say Matthias Samuelson. Yes, see, that's the natural segue here. And Thank God I got it. <laughs> I was really thinking. <laughs> Obviously, uh, that's never going to hold true. Both deals with Power and Darlene will be done long before that time arrives. And Hopefully. Samuelson... <laughs> Can I not be bold in my assertion that they will long be done before plus Samuelson's twenty thousand uh, minus twenty thousand yeah. on the odd maker on that one? I believe. Well, so when you look at Samuelson, 
it's, I mean, yesterday we started with uh, Paterka and our players of the day, and we tried to just kind of, you know, pick out a guy that maybe is similar in the sense of we don't know yet how high Paterka's upside will be. And I think it's fair to say the same about Samuelson, yet completely different based on what he projects to be. Um, but it's weird, right? Like he gets Very so weird. much time on ice. He's always talked about with Rasmus Dallin, high draft pedigree. Um, but I think there's a great unknown. But I think when I'm sitting here talking about Matthias Samuelson, I think my hesitation comes from what do people honestly expect from him? You know, I think across the league, there were eyebrows raised, not by ours, when Buffalo locked up Samuelson long-term last year at a very reasonable salary. We could see what was likely to come for Samuelson. Yep. But I do <clears throat> wonder what people are actually projecting for him. What, like... And I don't even know how how you would go about this when making your projection, what you base it on. But I have a few, at the very least, former Sabres in mind that I could put out there and you could say, no, no chance, or yep, maybe that's close. I mean, we say the name Matthias Samuelson. What do you think? I think Jay McKee, and I think somebody on uh, social media brought it up when we were playing the RJ Classic games, uh, maybe the Ottawa series in 06, and it was mm -hmm. like, hey, if Matthias Samuelson can turn out to be Jay McKee, I'm going to be loving him for the next, you know, 15 years that he'll be a Sabres or whatever. So I think mm -hmm. of Jay McKee. Why? Because there's all, everything that he does is... Blocking shots, great stick checks, great, uh, you know, taking away the time and space. There's not a lot of speed. There's not a lot of offense. There is at mm. times, but not a ton of offense. There's not a lot of, um, I am going to skate the puck out of the zone. There, there's not a lot of that. Um, so I look at Matthias Samuelson. I'm thinking of Jay McKee. I will tell you this. When I dug into the numbers this morning, Duffer, mm. I thought I knew who Matthias Samuelson was. Um, and I think I have a, a better understanding now of what he is and what he would be, but the numbers kind of are all over the place. They freaked me out a little bit. The numbers did because what's the basic number we talked about with Matthias Samuelson last year, the record with Sammy in the lineup and the record without Sammy in the lineup, right? Really so, all that matters is all that matters with Matthias Samuelson in the lineup. 33, 18, and four plus 15. Okay. What was this plus minus, by the way? I didn't even look at that. I don't It's look almost at the same as that, ironically enough. It has oh, no it? relevance, okay. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Without Matthias Samuelson in the lineup, 9, 15, and three. Without Sammy in the lineup, you were the Montreal Canadiens last year. And with Sammy in the lineup, you were a playoff team. Like, you know, you were 97, 98, 99 points at the end of the year, 100 points. You were, that's how big the spectrum is with and without that's really weird um you look at with matthias samuelson in the lineup goals for almost four per game 3.85 goals against 3.5 so there's a really significant uh, jump when you look at the differential between goals for and goals against without him it's almost a one goal differential three goals for 
3.81 against, okay? Mm -hmm. So you look at all these numbers, you're like, Sammy's the savior. Sammy is the savior. But then I went in individually when it comes to Matthias Samuelson and the things that I think he'd be good at. Penalty kill, right? Uh, Expected goals against on five on five per 60 minutes and all of that. And he's almost last on the Sabres in all these aspects. He's last on the Sabres in expected goals against. He's last on the Sabres in expected goals against on the penalty kill. Oh, no, he plays a lot of minutes, but I did per 60 minutes. So it would be exactly the same ratio, you know, minute per minute. Like, there's a lot of those things that I don't understand because he should be at the top of the list. Maybe it's because he plays Mm. the top power play. Maybe it's because he plays the top line and the numbers are going to sway a little bit. But Darlene also did all of that and Darlene's number were way better. So it was confusing for me this morning. Darlene's got a lot more experience. Experience. Yeah, I and, better. and I was going to tongue in cheek, just as you went down this path of hesitancy, I was just going to blurt out, he plays too much. And quite honestly, maybe that's right. Based, based on what you just said, based on where the team is at, based on where their focus was in the offseason to bring in Clifton and Johnson and the talk from the coaching staff and general manager about how this is going to help other players, it's undeniable. Samuelson played too much based on how the team was constructed, but it's not unlike any team at any time that has gone through an evolution like the Sabres. You put players in to a position because you don't have better options in the moment, and then you try to build around it to make these players have more balanced minutes and better opportunities to succeed. But they're 33, 18, and 4 with him in the lineup last year, so you're like, let's play him. What does that mean? character culture glue guy right like this this is not to be overlooked because that's what i learned most about samuelson last year was how connected he is with just about everybody and i know you hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it but i believe it to be very true with samuelson that most people don't have a bad day whenever he's around no i absolutely and i i look this is gonna sound i i think it as a positive I see a lot of Darian Hatcher and Matthias Samuelson. I played with Hatch at the end of his career when everybody made fun of him. I laughed at Darian Hatcher when I was with the Buffalo Sabres playing against the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm like, you are terrible, dude. Retire. Right. (laughs) And then I played with him and I'm like, don't retire. I love you. Yeah. You're great in front of me because I could see the little things, right? Mm-hmm. But then when, when you play him four times a year and you have Jason Pominville go around him and burn him, you're like, well, he's terrible. But then you play with him. Matthias Samuelson reminds me a lot of Darren Hatcher because you're not going to get great offense out of Matthias Samuelson. And Hatch didn't get great offense late in his career. But what you got last year is it was Dallene leading the win block shots. And a lot of that is being on ice a lot, accidental block shot. It was Lubushkin, and then it was Samuelson. So Samuelson was third on the team, and if you take Lubushkin out now, was second to Darlene in block shots. Mm-hmm. What does Don Granado always talks about with Samuelson? Stick position. Mm-hmm. He's always able to close plays, right? Kill plays, stick position. He was first, according to Sports Logic, in stick checks in the defensive zone. You know, averaging almost six per 60 minutes of stick checks, getting pucks away with your stick. Mm-hmm. Um, he was second to Darlene and buddy checks in the defensive zone per 60, yep. right? That's what you're getting out of Samuelson. You're getting a guy that's going to block shots, throw his body around and get good sticks, 
being able to take time and space away. He's not going to get to pucks. His recoveries in the defensive zone, I won't even say, it was 17%. I mean, it just like, he doesn't get there. But once he gets close, he'll use his stick, he'll block, he'll do the things that you want him to do. So that's Matthias Samuelson. That's a $4 million defenseman right there. I see it as tremendous opportunity to grow and get better as the team gets better. And I also am standing here wondering about just about everything you say when it comes to numbers after that bad math off the top of the show. So I try to trust you on every single thing, but you planted a seed of doubt. But we can guarantee this. The theme nights are out for this coming season for the Sabres. You can find out all about them on Sabres Social and, of course, at Sabres.com. It is going to begin with our home opener on October the 12th against the New York Rangers. And of course, as always concludes with fan appreciation night, but uh, all the one, the new wrinkle that I'm actually very, very curious about Marty is what? winter winter fest over the course of the, the uh, holiday season. Yes. This is a, 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 what is it? Four games. I think it is four games. Four, the 19th, games. the 21st, the 27th and the 30th. No, unless they've told you, I don't think they've told me what the whole premise of it is other than like, Hey, it's cold and you're going to be around family and like come down to the game, but the matchups are great. And the best part is it's kind of like you're home for the holidays. So I think this has a great potential to be kind of an extended hockey celebration with the, with those you're closest with. I think Winterfest is going to be great. There's a lot of fantastic theme night. Uh, Hockey Halloween is going to be one of those nights where the Sabres will wear the goat head, the black and red goat head against the Colorado Avalanche. So they're dressing up for Halloween in retro jerseys and everybody's going to probably dress. That's actually on October 29th. So I believe it is 29th. So it's a couple of days before Halloween, but still Hockey Halloween happening. It's going to be a fun one in black and red. Who holds the record for most points on October on a, a game played on October 29th? I know <laughs> it's got to be Wayne Gretzky because it's I'm Wayne Gretzky guess. on every day of the year. <laughs> I'm going to guess Gretzky, but we'll get back to you on that one. Matias Samuelson is our Sabre player of the day. And I really want to know, we really want to know, what is your projection for him? Like when you, Marty just mentioned Jay McKee, like what name in Sabres history would you be really happy and within reason here? as far as what Samuelson turns into over the course of his career. Hit us up at Sabres Live on Twitter, and we're back after this on WGR Sports Radio 550 and MSG. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.